Welcome back to Mindset Matters. Today we are going to talk about different types of friendships. So recently I did a podcast about friendship where I focused on what friendship means to me, how to navigate changes in friendship and kind of how we're shifting priorities as we get older and dealing with friendship heartbreak. So from that podcast, I got a few questions about how to identify the different types of friends in our life and the different types of friends you may have, um, which to me, I think also relates to setting boundaries with people in our life. So the focus today is different types of friendships and how to set boundaries with people um, in our lives. So first of all, I kind of want to start with that I feel that not all friendships need to hold the same weight. And that's something that's honestly been more of a recent-ish realization for me. I used to feel like I needed to be super, super close with all of my friends. I felt like if I wasn't always updating my friends about my life or I wasn't always hearing about their life, that it meant we weren't close anymore. And so this led me to really almost overshare or feel the need to constantly be keeping up with everyone which I just feel like is really not necessary and not realistic when you think about what friendship, at least what friendship means to me today and just the busyness of our lives and putting pressure on people almost to constantly keep up with you. So not all friendships need to hold the same weight. I've learned to kind of save certain types of conversations for certain friends out of wanting more privacy in my own life I think it's natural for different people to kind of ask you about certain topics, but it's also okay not to want to talk about certain things with certain people. So that we'll talk about in terms of setting those boundaries. Um, I also want to touch on the fact that I really feel like there's a benefit in kind of keeping things to yourself and not constantly sharing things with people. First of all, I'll say that telling people things invites follow-up questions right we tell someone oh I'm going on a date naturally that friend is going to follow up oh how did it go and what if it went totally terribly and you don't even want to talk about it what if you got stood up and the date didn't even happen or what if the you know plans changed or whatever then you almost feel like you owe this explanation when if you just never even said anything about it in the first place conversation wouldn't need to happen um So I've heard this idea about keeping things to yourself and like not telling people things until after they've happened. And I definitely think that has some benefit in terms of privacy and being able to keep things to yourself because the more you talk about things, the more prevalent they come in your life, right? If every single time I see my friends with every single friend, I feel like I need to share about all the ins and outs of my life that I'm like constantly talking about the same things over and over. And then they come become more important when it could have been something that happened that was like a little thing. And because you're talking about it more and more, it builds and its importance builds. And again, I feel like that's kind of unnecessary. So I think in a general sense, I've learned to just keep more things to myself and save certain types of conversations for certain people that I'm close with, that I trust, that I've built a deeper connection with. And even then, I try not to have those conversations all the time. 
So how do we identify different types of friendships in our life? Um, I'm going to kind of categorize different friends here. I feel like we have, you know, close friends or best friends. We might have work friends or like hobby friends. You might have acquaintances. And then I'm going to leave this other category for like once in a while friends, which some of these can be interchangeable. So let's talk about close friends, best friends. When I think about a best friend or friendship in general, I generally tend to think about, you know, how does someone make me feel? How do I feel when I'm around this person? Um, Do I feel at ease? Do I feel like I can trust them? Have their actions in the past shown me that they, you know, that I can trust them? And do I have fun with this person? Do I enjoy their presence? I think with a best friend, feeling at ease is really important. Like you should feel like you could just sit in silence with someone. Sometimes it's just fun to kind of be with each other. Even if you say, okay, let's go shopping or let's go have a date and do, you can grab lunch and go shopping, whatever it is. Not always having to have a conversation going, I think is a good sign of a close friend because sometimes we feel those awkward silences with certain people where you feel like the conversation needs to continue. But with the close friend for me, I'm just like at ease. I know we can just hang out without really talking about anything. But I also know that if I really need them, that they're going to be there for me. And sometimes these types of things, you know, they take time to build and they take various experiences for them to be able to show you that they are someone who is going to be there for you. You know, maybe you're going through a hard time and you open up to them, you know, do they show up for you? And did they ask you what they can do to help and support you? So I think there is a level of vulnerability where you have to be willing to kind of open up to a certain degree with people and hope that they respond in a way that does make you feel good and feel like you can trust them. So all of the close friends that I've had or best friends that I've had are definitely something that's built over time. But I would say when I think right now about the people I'm closest with, it's definitely people who make me feel at ease, someone I can laugh with, similar types of humor, and just someone, again, I know I can open up to when I need it. And to me, this is the type of friend that if something happens and I feel like I need to talk about something, you know, that's who I'm going to go to. So next we have maybe work friends or hobby friends. So maybe you see someone at work that's kind of like your work buddy. You talk about work stuff. It might not be someone that you see outside of work. Maybe you sometimes grab a drink after work once in a while or you chit chat about things that are happening you know in a workplace setting Um, or a hobby type of friend where okay you play volleyball once a week those are the types of people you see you hang out you catch up but you wouldn't necessarily do anything outside of that and I feel like these types of friendships you know should be light and fun And you kind of connect with people on a common interest. Um, And I think this can also be like group setting friends. Like, you know how you have certain friends that you only really see in a group setting? For me, I have a few of those where it's like, yeah, like I would hang out with these people in a group. So maybe again, we're work friends or we're hobby friends, but I wouldn't necessarily hang out with any of those people one on one or I'd be less likely to. 
And I think that's okay. You know, that can be someone, you know, a group of people you hang out with once in a while, you catch up with. But when you're with them, you might not be sharing the deepest, darkest secrets of your life. You might just keep it light and fun and talk about the things that are common interests between you. Next, I mentioned having acquaintances. So at some point in your life, you're going to meet new people and you're going to have acquaintances. And I think acquaintances can turn into deeper friendships. Um, Obviously, at some point, everyone was a stranger to you. So definitely in my later 20s, I've been able to meet new people. And some people I've really met that I've really connected with and feel like they will be longer lasting friends. Um, Or... I feel like there's a potential there to become deeper friends or closer friends, but it's not something I'm too dead set on, let's say. Like, I think it's important to recognize that you might really like someone and feel like, wow, like this person seems super great, but you don't have to be like, okay, I want to be their best friend now. You don't have to necessarily dive like that deeply. Like it doesn't have to be that serious because again, to me, a friend is someone I have fun with at the end of the day. So if I meet someone new, and we're having a good time, I enjoy hanging out with them, I want to, you know, go and do stuff with them, then yeah, I think naturally you're going to start talking about more and more types of conversations and types of things as friends do. Um, But again, it can be light and fun until you get to a point where maybe you want to open up about certain things. But I also feel like that kind of should happen naturally, if that makes sense. Um... So let's talk about once in a while friends. I honestly would say most of my friends now, close friends, best, like most of my friends are once in a while friends. A lot of my close friends are people that I don't see all the time because life gets busy. Life is so busy. We're at this age where a lot of people, you know, have work travel commitments. People are getting married. People are planning their schedules far in advance. Like it's just natural that we become more busy and we have less time to spend with friends. So for me, it's about being intentional about spending time with people and scheduling things with people. You know, one of my really close friends I chat with regularly. I would say we text, you know, at least once throughout the week. And I have another really close friend who we barely text and we barely see each other. But I know that that's still one of my best friends and like if I needed her I could reach out or once in a while we'll be like hey let's do something so again that kind of goes back to it's okay that friendships are shifting and changing and just because you talk to someone less doesn't mean you're less close with them and maybe you are a little less close with them but I think that's okay because as we grow up I think in general friendships kind of hold a little bit less weight because you're exploring different things that are important to you in that later 20s maybe into your 30s age so how do you set boundaries with people because I've definitely been in situations with work friends or with hobby friends where people either ask personal questions or people are sharing very personal information and you may feel obligated to answer those questions you may feel obligated to also share because they're sharing and I just want to say that you don't have to share anything that you don't feel comfortable sharing if you are around someone that you don't really know super well and you don't want to talk about certain things like you don't have to so try to put that in your head of don't feel obligated to always answer people's questions 
it's okay to just say, oh, you know, I don't really want to talk about that or brush it off or whatever. Like it can be a little awkward, but at the end of the day, not everyone deserves to know your deepest, darkest secrets. Not everyone needs to know about your dating life. Not everyone needs to know about how you feel about a certain topic. And we give so much information out for free. It makes me think of social media when we're constantly updating like stories and posting. Like we're letting people into our lives to some degree with every kind of post you make. So obviously you want to be intentional about what you're sharing and maybe there's certain things you're okay with sharing, certain things you don't want to share. So I think that that can be the same. Is like, "Mm, I don't really know you that well, so I don't want to tell you about my dating life. And it's okay just to not talk about things. So I think sometimes in that situation when other people are sharing, it can be natural to also want to share. So just sit with yourself and try to ask yourself like, okay, do I want to be talking about this? If not, just be a listener and you can listen and respond, but not make it about yourself at all. Sometimes we also need to set boundaries with close friends. And this was something I learned where, again, I mentioned that I used to feel like I constantly needed to be catching up with my friends or I constantly needed to be hearing about what was going on in their life and if I didn't I felt like they don't care about me anymore they don't want to talk to me or they don't want to share this with me it's like no they just probably don't want to share this stuff all the time or you don't need to be talking about heavy things all of the time and that's something I used to feel and some of my friendships became really kind of just like negative because all we would do was like complain about things or talk about things that you know, super serious things that were going on versus just being like, hey, let's just have fun. So I think setting boundaries in that it's okay to mention to people if you feel like the conversation's very repetitive or every time you talk to this person, it has to be this super serious thing. You know, it's okay to have that conversation of, you know what, can we just like have fun today? You know, I think that they'll know that you're coming from a place of, hey, like I just want to have fun with you today. Of course, you're going to be there for them if they really need you, but There's definitely a time and place for that type of conversation. I also think it's important to think about, you know, what type of friend do you want to be? Do you want to show up with negative, serious energy all the time? Or do you want to show up with a positive energy and be down to do fun things and to adventure, especially in a group setting? Be a light in that group setting. Don't show up and kind of bring a negative cloud with you, you know, especially in a type of setting where maybe it's just supposed to be a little bit light or fun or it's people who you're not super close with. Um, So I think just in general, what kind of energy do you want to exude and what type of person do you want to show up as and try your best to show up as that person. So I'd like to shift a little bit in thinking about what if you're the person who doesn't want to be friends with someone anymore? Because I talked about friendship heartbreak and I talked about how I've had some experiences where people no longer wanted to be in my life and kind of how that affected me going through heartbreak, etc. But what if you feel like you're on the giving end of that and you're kind of at a place where you're realizing someone is not very fun to be around. Maybe they're bringing super serious energy all the time and maybe they're really negative. Maybe they're just not someone you enjoy spending time with. What do you do? So I think, first of all, maybe something that could help is to categorize that person. What type of friend are they? Are they just a work friend or like a hobby friend? Are they more of an acquaintance? Because those type of people, I think, 
it's fair to kind of just pull away from and let it naturally kind of fade out, if that makes sense. Not everyone needs to have a larger conversation. Um, But if it's someone you see as a close friend, I think it's important to decide, you know, how important is maybe having a conversation to me? Do I want to just pull away and, you know, not be available when they ask to hang out and not show up for that person and eventually they'll kind of get the message? Like that's kind of what's happened to me, which to be honest was really painful because in certain cases I would have appreciated a conversation, but I also think that closure is this interesting topic of it's almost not even really real or necessary. Like I think we don't always need a conversation to have closure. Like closure is something ending. And whether you talk about it or not, like it's the same result at the end of the day. I think closure is something that we seek out because we feel like we need that in order to move on. But in reality, like you don't. You could just move on with out having a conversation or being on good terms or whatever like the result is the same that person's out of your life so I think although at the time I was craving you know a conversation looking back I'm like yeah that wasn't really necessary like I was able to look at their actions and say yeah this person clearly is not interested in being my friend because their actions are showing that they don't want to have anything to do with me really So if you're in the position where you don't want to be friends with someone anymore, if it's a super close friend, I think it could be worth chatting with them and expressing yourself and saying, hey, I feel like we're not on the same page these days or I feel like our friendship's kind of shifting and I'm wondering, you know, do you feel the same or how do you feel about our friendship? Even asking someone that in itself could get you some answers and maybe they feel like it's the same thing and having a conversation could benefit both of you. Maybe that person doesn't realize that they're super negative all the time. I've had some friends straight up tell me, Vic, like you're kind of a drag to be around these days. And I appreciate that that person (laughs) said that to me because sometimes we lack self-awareness and sometimes we don't realize the things that we're doing or the energy we're bringing. So I think If you feel like someone's super negative all the time, I think it can be super worth it to have a conversation be like, hey, like, are you doing okay? I feel like every time we talk, it's super heavy and I just want to, you know, navigate what is going on with our friendship or I'm not feeling super great about it. Like, how do you feel? So I think definitely there can be benefit to having that conversation. Um, But I think it's just up to you to decide if it's worth it or not. Like, do you hope that the friendship could survive then yes have that conversation but if you kind of set on not wanting to be that person's friend you don't necessarily need to have a conversation um it can be painful like friendship is hard and things change and sometimes you just don't have space for everyone anymore and there's certain people you realize you know what like they're not really adding that much value to my life anymore and I don't feel like having this person around is benefiting me like I think that's fair we grow up we grow out of friendships you know the people who are no longer my friend you know I'm sure that they felt that they felt like you know what she's not really bringing anything positive to my life so 
it's just I don't want to be friends with her anymore and like that's fair you know it's painful and it sucks but it's fair and you're allowed to feel that way you don't have to be friends with someone just because you've been friends for a long time or you don't have to be showing up for someone if you feel like it's not reciprocated or you feel like it's draining right if every time you see a person you leave feeling exhausted feeling drained feeling overwhelmed like if that's constantly happening like no that's not probably not someone that should be in your life so I think it's okay to evaluate the situation and maybe you feel there would be value in having a conversation with them and it's worth a try and if nothing changes or they take it the wrong way then it can be okay to to just kind of pull back one more thing I want to mention before wrapping this up is just about taking into account life situations We've all gone through hard times. Maybe you have a friend who's really going through something and they can't be there for you right now. Or they are a little bit more negative because they're going through a time of depression or they just lost someone in their life. Like in those cases, you have to do your best to show up for those people and support them and recognize that, yeah, maybe they are super negative right now because they just had a loss in the family and take that into consideration and try to still show up for people and give people grace. I think that's a completely different topic, but I just wanted to touch on that because I'm not saying that as soon as someone's negative, you should just abandon them. But if it's more who they are as a person in general and you need to set boundaries, I think that's okay. Um, But yeah, I just kind of wanted to distinguish that because I feel like there is something to say about just being there for people who aren't going through a challenging time in their life. So I'm going to wrap this up here. I hope something resonated as always. And I hope you have a great week wherever you are. And I will catch you next time.